Your time is up, my time is now, now. You can't see me, my time is now, now. It's the franchise where I'm shining now, now. You can't see me, my time is now. In case you forgot or fell off, I'm still hot. Knock your shell off. My money stacked fat, plus I can't turn the swell off. The franchise doing big business. I live this, it's automatic. I win this, so you hear those horns, you finish. What's up? Everyone in Southeast Louisiana, it is play-by-play coming to you live on this Monday. Casey Gisclair here. We hope everybody is enjoying their start to the week. It was a an up-and-down football weekend, right? LSU dominates, plays exceptionally well, destroys New Mexico. Hey, that's what they're supposed to do, right? We're not altogether surprised by that, but it is good to see a team that's supposed to win, win decisively, and that's what LSU did. Um the Saints were a mess, and we will talk about that throughout the next you know, couple of segments is, is that they've got to find some answers. They were not good. They were a mess. Um, high school football, ew, ew, it, it wasn't very good locally. Lafouche Parish went 0-4. Um, so let's talk about that leading off. Actually, but before we lead off, let's give you a rundown of what we're having happen here on the show today. Brian Colley at 11.45 will talk some Tarpon football, some Saints, some LSU, everything in between. 12 noon, one of the lone local teams that won on Friday, Jesse Turner with the Ellender Patriots. They defeated Morgan City. We'll have Jesse on at noon. We'll break down the Saints and LSU at 12.15. We've got our W's and L's at 12.30 and some betting picks at 12.45 at the bottom of the show. Let's thank the Blue Boot Foundation for allowing us to be here today, as well as Bent's RV, located on Highway 90 in Boutique, Southland Dodge and Homa. Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. Dufresne Building Materials got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. On the local high school gridiron. We had some um, very interesting things happen over the weekend. Let's start off with a Lafouche Parish score that kind of shocked me a little bit. Franklin, 56, Central Lafouche, 37. First and foremost, you know, you can't be too disappointed, right? Because it's a Central Lafouche team that's only won one game in two-plus seasons, and, you know, they're still rebuilding and everything of the sort. I thought they were going to beat Franklin on Friday. You looked at Franklin Franklin's results coming in. They were 0-3. They were really struggling. They were not all that competitive. You looked at the way Central Fuchs was playing, that power running game and everything of the sort. You just thought they would be able to, at home, grind them down. From what I understand, Franklin had some athletes, had some playmakers. They got those dudes into space. Central Fuchs couldn't keep up. Then they're not a type of team that could play from behind, right? They can't really throw the ball that successfully they've got to run 80 percent of the time fall behind never able to rally back and it's franklin who gets what i think was an upset win over a central flush team um that had a little momentum couldn't sustain it and they fall to franklin another lafouche parish score that was a little bit disappointing to me east st john 56 thibodeau 26 uh 26 57 to 26 i'm sorry east st john 57 thibodeau 26 I picked Thibodeau to win this football game on Friday. I looked at it and I said, hey, St. John, you know, they got by St. James, but St. James added some guys. You know, St. John in recent weeks had been winning, but they'd been winning close against some teams that didn't have any wins. I just thought Thibodeau would be farther along than that. I, I ain't making that mistake again. Thibodeau doesn't have a good defense. 
And yes, they have a really successful offense and a really explosive offense and all those wonderful things. You know, they could throw the ball, they could run the ball. They don't get stops at all. And that just puts too much pressure on the offense to have to score every single time. Yeah, they got some kids that could run. Everyone on the river has kids that could run too. Thibodeau better get right in a hurry because it's going to be a very, very difficult season for them. If not, they've got E.D. White coming on Friday. That'll be a tough one for them. But I, I just, look, if you would have told me, even though I picked Thibodeau, if you would have told me, hey, East St. John's going to beat him, but they'll beat him by like a touchdown, I wouldn't have been necessarily disappointed nor shocked by that, right? When you tell me 57 to 26 and really wasn't all that competitive, yeah, I, I, that shocks me. That shocks me. Terrebonne gets a win, a much-needed win, 22-17 to 17 over HL Bourgeois. The Tigers are now 2-2 two and two on the season. Terrebonne is in the most important stretch of their season right now. Right now. They've started with HL Bourgeois. In the next couple of weeks, they're taking on also Central Lafouche and Ellender. They're 2-2. Two and two. You've got Central Lafouche and Ellender in the next 14 days coming in. We talked about that with Tyler Lewis on Saturday on the Sports Corner. You have to win the next two football games and get to four and two. Because if you're three and three or you're two and four, God forbid, and you're staring down the barrel of closing your last four games with Destran, East St. John, Thibodeau, and Hanville, with the last two of them being on the road, you're in big trouble. Terrebonne needs to get to four and two, build that momentum. You got to beat Central Lafouche and Matthews on Friday. You got to beat Ellender the following weekend at home. You do that, you're four and two. You got a little bit of a cushion. And then you could kind of better handle that very difficult ending to your schedule and see, you know, may the chips fall where they may. Ellender gets a dominant 52-7 to win over Morgan City. They get their first win of the season. The Patriots ran past a Morgan City team that doesn't have any answers. Um, it is what it is. Not picking on anybody. Morgan City, they're just way behind. You look at their results this season, they're way, way, way behind. St. James 33, Assumption 7. Assumption is a difficult team to figure out. Don't know what they got, what they don't got. Uh, they fall to St. James by uh, you know, a handful of scores there. They're now 1-2 and two on the season. They beat Donaldsonville in the opener, lost to E.D. White in St. James. They've been playing powerhouse programs. They'll take on Morgan City next week at home, an opportunity to get back on track. So look for Assumption to maybe play some better football in the next week. Um, Lutcher, this one's a little surprising. Not the result, but the margin of the result. Lutcher 42, Vanderbilt 7. This is a Vanderbilt team that was one win away from going to the state championship game last year. They're now 1-3. and three. And the victory was a close win against the Central Lafouche team that the more and more that we learn about them, maybe they're not making as much progress as we thought. Maybe they just beat a South Lafouche team that's on a down cycle. Um, Vanderbilt's now playing St. Charles Catholic on Friday. That's another game over there where they're not going to be expected to win. You get to one and four before you even start, you know, the meat of your district puts a lot of pressure on you to get hot, puts a lot of pressure on you to have to stay healthy. It messes up your seating before postseason play. You get into the bracket, maybe a little lower if you're able to squirt in, um, tough times over in Vanderbilt. Lutcher's really good. They're really, really good, but you lose 42 to 7 to a Lutcher team, and then now you turn around, and this coming Friday, you got to face a team who beat Lutcher earlier this season. You, so you figure it's going to be another long night this coming Friday. That's tough times for a team that was expecting to have a wonderful 8 9 win season. South Terrebonne 28, South Lafouche 8. 
The Gators get their first win of the year. Javon Ricks runs wild. The Tarpons offense without Carson Ogeron struggled. Josh Mack started, played okay. There's just a bunch of mental mistakes offensively, pre-snap penalties, whatever. Um, Tarpon defense played better. They are still giving up the big plays, but they played better. It was actually a pretty good showing for them, I think, on Friday. You give up 28, um, you should probably be in the ball game. They were kind of not there at the end because the offense struggled. B.J. Young said, hey, this week, we're just worried about getting better. Whatever happens, we're just worried about getting better. You know, you got Lutcher coming in. That's probably going to be a rough one, but then you got the rest of the season. The rest of the schedule becomes much more manageable. Tarpons fall. They drop to 1-3 and three on the season. Woodlawn in what was oh a comeback. Woodlawn was trailing EDY 20 to nothing. They come back and win 29-26. Ricky Collins, the LSU commitment at quarterback, was going wild in the second half, making throws. The Woodlawn offense was also getting some strong runs. Woodlawn, the 5A opponent, defeats EDY 29-26. Not a terrible result for EDY, right? You're facing a high-level 5A team in their stadium, and you only lose by three. You miss a field goal in the last play. It would have tied it up. Um, it was looking for a while like E.D. White was going to boat race him. That would have been an incredibly impressive result. But to lose close, that's not the end of the world. They'll bounce back and they'll be ready to go. And then in the lower levels, you had a couple of blowouts. Riverside gets a 61-0 win over Homer Christian. And Central Catholic beats CCA 48-0. Central Catholic's good, man. They've got athletes. They run so well uh, for uh, Class 1A and, you know, Select school, I believe that'd be Division Four that they'll be in in the postseason. Look out, they could really play. We had their coach on earlier in the the off season before the year started, and he was saying, "Hey, they're really excited." We see why they they put a big big number on CCA. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of this break, we're gonna have Coach Brian Colley for his Monday interview. It's play by play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. There are over 3,600 RV dealerships in North America, and just over 1% of those earn the prestigious Top 50 Dealer Award. Fence RV is proud to be in that 1%. Being a Top 50 dealer takes dedication to our customers, offering the best RV brands in the market, great service, and a huge parts selection. 
Our goal at Fence RV is to enhance customer experiences through our commitment to customer satisfaction. Come on over to Bents RV to experience a top 50 dealer or visit us at BentsRV.com. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe, effective, guaranteed. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Want to become a certified babysitter? Terrebonne General Health System is excited to offer super sitter classes. Participants will learn first aid and CPR along with safety, business, and basic child care skills. Classes are for ages 11 to 15 and will be held at Terrebonne General. Upon completion of the program, students will receive a two-year American Red Cross Babysitter CPR first aid certification. Our summer sessions are about to kick off. For class schedules and prices or to register, call 985-850-6204 or visit TGHealthSystem.com. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985 868 0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bed bugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Oh, it was a fun weekend, and that's a fun weekend song. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. We go to the phone lines for the first time today and have South Foosh Athletic Director Coach Brian Colley on the line. Coach, good morning, man. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. How are you doing? Doing fine, buddy. It was another tough one for the Tarps on Friday. Fall 28-8 against the Gators. Dropped to 1-3 and on the season. But I mentioned in the open of the show, man, there were some bright spots. I thought the defense played pretty well outside of giving up a couple of big plays. I thought your freshman quarterback played all right. 
Um, and BJ said on Saturday, man, hey, it's back to work. We're just focused on us. We're not worried about the opponent so much. Just we, we want the Tarpons to get better. And I think that's a pretty good approach through four games. Yeah, look, uh, defense played much better, like you said. They uh, got some turnovers, <clears throat> gave the um, ball back to the offense uh, in some good field position. But uh, they gave up just the big plays again, too many big plays. And offense, uh, Josh Mack did well. You know, he jumped in there and uh, for his first start as a freshman, you know, uh, you got to be pretty satisfied with the way he played. And um, just too many penalties on offense, and uh, they struggled to, to move the ball. You know, talk about those big plays because, you know, it, it that, it's got to be demoralizing, and I talked about this with BJ, is that, you know, you're winning 80% of the snaps, but the 20% of the snaps that you're not winning are changing the game. And, you know, they keep saying the point of emphasis is, hey, we've got to stop them before we get going. That's just a hard thing to always do, man, especially when you're facing guys with some speed and some talent. It um, it's a big challenge, and the Tarpons are dealing with it the best that they can. But it is a big challenge. Yeah, you know, and uh, the coaching staff, I feel for them. They're working hard, and uh, it's just uh, they got to find a way to to, to limit these big plays because if they can do that, uh, they'll start winning some games. The offense will, uh, you know, in another week with Mac under the center, uh, he'll get more and more, you know, relaxed out there, and uh, I think they'll start moving the football. And uh, if they can stop those big plays, I think you'll see the Tarpons start uh, winning a few games. Bro, it's an unsung hero, but it's a guy that we shouted out multiple times on our broadcast. Uh, Nicholas Coleman did an excellent job punting the football on Friday. There were a couple of times where we thought the punt was going to get blocked, that he got it away. And not only did he get it away, he boomed it 35, 40 yards down the field. That's a weapon. And, you know, Coleman at the beginning of the season had a little bit of a rough go. They were snapping it over his head a little bit, whatever. But he looks much more comfortable back there, and he's helping his defense out too, putting the opponent in longer fields. Yeah, he did a great job all all game. Especially, you know, South Terrible was coming with a lot of pressure. And he uh, kept his head down. He didn't look up, and he uh, he stayed focused on his job. Fun the ball. And he, uh, he did a good job a couple of times. He got some good height on on those punts, and he got the roll too a few times, and uh, that that definitely uh, helped the Tarpons out. But uh, you know, again, with the big plays, it really doesn't matter where the South Terrible will get the ball if you give up those big plays. Uh, you're you're facing Lutcher on Friday. It's a game where nobody in the community is expecting you to win. Nobody in the area is expecting you to win. You're facing one of the better teams in the state in 4A. You're a big underdog. As a coach, whenever you've been in those situations, look, there have been times where you guys got into the playoffs at, at number 32 and we're facing number one. When you're in those situations where it's us against the world and we're facing the big Goliath, how do you go try and slay him? Yeah, well, you got to, you know, like Coach Young saying, you are about yourself. Uh, and, and this week I'm sure they're going to focus on on the Tarpons just getting better. And uh, it's 0-0 zero, zero right now. And a lot of people, you're right, Oh, Lutch is coming in. You know, they're giving the Tarpons a good chance. But, uh, look, if the, the Tarpons can put some drives together, stay ahead of the chain, and limit the times they're going to give Lutch the football, uh, it could happen. You know, and you got to believe in yourself. And it starts uh, today at practice. you got to have a good week's uh, practice getting ready for Lutch. 
Bro, uh, you saw Lutcher firsthand in the opener when they played Thibodeau. They've got a big, powerful quarterback. He runs, he throws, he's like a sledgehammer back there. Looks a little bit like Cam Newton back there at times. He's that type of size and got that type of athleticism. How would you try to approach that? Would you spy him or would you just say, hey, when he breaks you know, out of the pocket, we got to go gang tackle him? But at the same time, you know, if you do come up and try to tackle him, he's going to just throw it over your head. So it's going to be a big challenge trying to corral he in the in the Bulldog offense. Yeah, it, you're right. Big physical quarterback. They put him in that shotgun, and a lot of he just gets the snap and he runs straight up the middle, or he will uh, pick his spots and where he's going to try and uh, find a hole. And uh, they got athletes at receiver and running back. They are fast, and they uh they got an offense that rolls. They uh. They can score some points, and you know, just you can't just worry about the quarterback. Because if you, you know, you worry about him, and you you don't give uh, <laughs> much, you know, time, or if you don't look at their receivers or their backs, they can hurt you too. So uh, it's definitely going to be a, a you know an uphill battle. Very good, um, Coach. The Saints struggled, man. It was the it fell against Carolina on Sunday. It was not a good showing, and. You know, you look at the stat sheet, you don't watch the game. Yeah, Jameis Winston played all right. You know, all right, if you just look at the stats, he had 300 yards, he had a touchdown, whatever. But for those of us who actually did watch the game, he was terrible for most of the game. And I know you were concerned about this going in. Now looking back, um, bro, it, and, and look, it's not going to happen. Ms. Dennis Allen already has said they're not making a change. I think that's a mistake. I think that they are making the wrong decision as to who they're playing a quarterback right now. Yes, I agree. I think the wrong decisions being made, and uh, I was uh, watching the game with my brother yesterday. And I, you know, Dennis Allen has that red sharpie and always in his visor, and I said, Gail Benson needs to take that visor and put on a sheet of paper your fires because he's a uh, uh, not very good job right now. And I think they are making the wrong decision. Uh, Winston is not the answer for him right now. Are you concerned? any of with the defense was look they played great yesterday in terms of you know okay you only gave up a touchdown or two touchdowns whatever it may be but the flip side that you weren't facing an offense that was any good either and I see hey for the second time in three games you give up a 100 yard rusher you give up the big play whenever you needed to get a stop on that screen I don't know man like I I I just wonder how much longer they're going to hold on to the rope. It puts a lot of pressure on a defense mentally when you know, hey, if we don't give up a shutout, we're going to lose. And I just I see some water seeping in even on that side of the ball right now. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's frustrating to watch. And uh, Mayfield is not a very good quarterback. And he, thanks, uh, made him look pretty darn good. Yeah, no doubt. Look, you're facing Minnesota in London. Uh, it's going to be an 8.30 kickoff. The Vikings are as topsy-turvy as New Orleans is. I don't have any clue what to expect there. Um, are we in must-win territory? I think you are. You're one and two. The hard part of your schedule is coming up. I think you've got to get this turnaround right now. Are the Saints there right now? Or is this like, hey, you better start winning right away? Well, they got to start playing better. I don't. They didn't have a very good game yet in these three games, and I think it's a must win because you fall, you get, you know, you don't take care of business here. It's going to be tough to come back from uh, a one and four start or whatever it may be. It's uh, not very good. And they really haven't been playing great. And 
it's uh, if you're a Saints fan, it's frustrating to watch. So let's talk about LSU for a second. And I may be being a homer. It's the school I graduated from. I think LSU is starting to get pretty good. You know, they play New Mexico. New Mexico is not any good. I'm not in any stretch of the imagination patting out my chest because LSU beat up on New Mexico. But 610 total yards to 80. You only give up two first downs. I'm seeing a defense coach that's starting to tackle violently, that's starting to attack the offense. Seeing an offense that's starting to play with this no huddle. They're starting to run the ball now, which they didn't do at the beginning of the year. Beginning of the season after the opener, everybody was scared. Hey, is LSU even going to finish 500? I'm seeing a team coach that is pretty rapidly getting better, and I'll go so far as to say I would be disappointed if they didn't go on the road and beat a bad Auburn team Saturday. I think the Tigers are starting to come around a little bit. Yeah, I, and I think they're going to uh, surprise a lot of people. And, uh, you know, we talked earlier about it. And when uh, the Tigers play fast, I just think they're so much better offensive team. And I think Brian Kelly uh, is starting to be a, become a fan of playing fast. And, yeah, they did what they had to do Saturday night. And I, I fully expect them to go uh, into Auburn next week and put a open on them. Very, very good. Coach, before we let you go, athletic department-wise, besides for football, is there anything we need to know about? I know Lady Tarpon Volleyball is performing well. Got cross-country and swimming. It's a busy time. Uh, how's everything going over at school, bro? Yeah, uh, going good. And our volleyball team, hopefully they're going to be setting themselves up for uh, possibly a home playoff game. And we uh, we might have one of our gyms back in the next couple of weeks. So that's going uh, to be big for us where – Hopefully volleyball can maybe get in there and uh, at least practice, if not play a game in there or two, maybe practice. And uh, with basketball getting ready to start up in a couple of weeks, we'll have one gym for them to start practicing in there. So that's going to help us out uh, tremendously. Dude, I was thinking about you earlier this morning. I went to um, uh, do a little engagement this morning, and then I had a little downtime. I came in the studio, and today's media day over for the NBA team. So all the teams are meeting, and they're talking, and – yeah, it just led me to believe, hey, in a couple of weeks, it's going to be high school, you know, uh, practice time and starting and everything. And I was like, man, I'm going to need to be there for my buddy in the next couple of weeks because I know it's going to be a rough time, man, when those teams take the floor and you're not going to be out there. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's rough already. I mean, uh, just thinking about it and it's going to uh, it's going to be different for me, that's for sure. But uh, I'm still going to try and stay around the game as much as I can. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, look, man, we thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again soon, okay, pal? Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. Yep, that is Coach Brian Colley with South Lafouche High School doing a good job. As always, the Tarpons take on Lutcher. You'll be able to hear that right here on KLEB. Let's catch a commercial break. When we get back out of that commercial break, we're going to have Jesse Turner with the Ellender Patriots on the line. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems, power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. 
It's Ram Power Days at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Whether you need a truck for work or home life, the Ram will do its job. Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Hello friends and family, Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. Thibodeau Regional Health System was recently named one of the nation's 50 top cardiovascular hospitals by IBM Watson Health. This award for delivering the best quality and most cost-effective heart and vascular care is important. Why? Because high-quality heart care close to home is not only convenient, it's life-saving. When it comes to matters of the heart, choose the experts at Thibodeau Regional. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We thank Brian Colley for his time in the last segment. Now we go back to the phone lines and we have Jesse Turner with the Ellender Patriots. Coach Turner, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Man, I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm glad to be here talking some football with you guys once again. No oh, doubt. You guys are having a great day. No <laughs> doubt, brother. We're doing great, bro. I, I was so happy to see, man. Look, and, and this is a true story. We were broadcasting South Lafouche and South Terrebonne, and I said during the broadcast, I said, man, I can't find an L in the Morgan City score, but I hope the Patriots are putting it on them. They need a win. Sure enough, you guys yeah. put it on them. You got to win 52-7, to seven, go on the road, open up district playing style. I know that's got to make you feel proud. Most definitely. You said it best, man. We needed that one. You know what I'm saying? We we challenged the kids all week, saying that it was a must-win. You know, opening up district, we try to, you know, clear their head and let them know that we're on the, uh, you know, uh, the real season. We, we're zero and zero now. This is where it really matters. Um, even though those three games before did matter as well, but you know, we just try to, you know, get a clean head and let the guys know that it's a must-win. Let's start off district uh, with a win, and you know, and see how we can maybe turn this season around. 
Bro, I was at the HL Bourgeois game. I was on your sideline, and I felt bad, dude, because it felt like anything that could go wrong in that game did go wrong for you all, man. You had inopportune turnovers, inopportune penalties. Like, it was just uh, – it was crazy. Um, so, to get one to go on the reverse end of that where you kind of put it on somebody and dominate throughout, I know the kids needed that. Going into the ATL game, man, it was a lot of pressure on us. You know, at the beginning of the season, we had high, high expectations for ourselves. And being 0-2 going into ATL, like, you, you, it's a lot of pressure there. You know what I'm saying? So, watching the film, you can tell that the guys, the normal routine plays that some of my guys make, they weren't making it. You know what I'm saying? And just mistake after mistake after mistake, just beating yourself. Um, so, we just had to come back, you know, the week of Market City and just focus on the things that we do well. And, and just, you know, just working on execution at a high level. And I felt like we did that a little bit against Morgan City. Obviously, there's some uh, some room for us to get better, a lot of room for us to get better. So we, we just want to build on that for sure. One of the things that I like is, look, man, you guys get a lot of acclaim for your explosive outside playmakers. I really liked when I saw you against Bourgeois. I really liked your running back and your ground game. Were you guys able to get that going against the Tigers a little bit on Friday? Yeah, we lean a lot on Xavier Bryan. Uh, you know, he's our junior running back. I think he's a very talented individual. I, and I think he still has room for improvement. Um, maybe, you know, getting away room a little bit more um, and, and really put 100% to the crowd. I think he can be one of the special players in the state of Louisiana. Um, but, yeah, we lean on him a lot. This week he had about 16 to 18 carries. I think he was just under 100. But uh, we rely on him in the run game and the passing game as well. So um, he's a bright spot for us, and we, we will – you know, continue to feed him the ball and try to get him the ball as much as possible. Now you talked about pressure and expectations and facing a parish rival. you got to do it all over again this coming Friday against South Terrebonne. That's another big one. That's an even bigger rivalry matchup. I saw South Terrebonne on Friday. I, I don't think that they're going to run away from anybody. I think you guys will be in the ballgame for sure. How do you make sure whenever you get to that fourth quarter that you guys finish the deal this time? Again, we just got to go back to, the, you know, back to the practice and and make sure we are executing and we are doing exactly what we need to win. Um, the game is going to be won today and, and, and through Thursday. And then Friday, whoever makes the, the least mistakes wins the game. I told, I said I was on the radio right before the ATL game, and I said that. And, you know, we made more mistakes than them. So same thing this week. we got to make sure we're focusing on ourselves, making sure we're getting better at every position. Um, going back to the fundamentals a little bit, we did that a little bit last week, and – and they'll put a, a good game plan moving forward and, and, and see, you know, how the, how the dice roll, man. But I, I'm, I'm very excited about this week. Um, I'm optimistic. You know, we, we beat them last year, and I, I think um, we got the skill set. And we, I think, we, I think we, we can do well. I think we match up well against them. They got a guy uh, by the last name of Ricks over there. He's, he's a playmaker. So, um, But I do feel confident going into this week. That was the next question I was going to ask. Look, bro, they, they took on South Lafouche. They won 28-8. to eight. Three of the four touchdowns were just, boom, you know, 70, 80-yard runs from Ricks coming out of nowhere. They never really drove the ball down the field. They just got that lightning and that explosiveness. How do you keep yeah. him in a box, bro? You guys can't let him get in space. He's a tough. I'm going to be I'm watching on film, and he's just giving me a headache all weekend. I'm going to be honest. And, uh, it's going to be hard to just stop him, but if we can make every yard that he gets tough, and make him have to work for everything that he gets, I think we have a chance. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. It's going to be hard. I haven't seen the team just completely stop him yet. I, I talked to the McDonald 35 coach. McDonald 35 beats out Terrebonne, and he told me, man, that, that sucker is tough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, no matter if you, how, how hard you hit him, it, he, just, he just keeps going. So 
when you're facing a player like that, it's, it's, your mindset is just to contain them and, and just, you know, hit them every time you get a chance. Make, make, it, make it tough on them. Make it, every yard that he gets, he has to earn it. And uh, that's what we're going to be working on this week. Home game for you guys, but it's in kind of a stadium that's shared on their campus. I always thought that was a little weird. Like they're going to be on their yeah. campus playing a road game. Like it's just a weird dynamic, yeah. but it's fun. It'll be a, it'll be a great environment Friday, I'm sure. Of course, every time we play South Terrible, I know they got the better end of the stick for the most part of this rivalry. You know, but we're on a winning streak. You know, we won one game. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we won the last game. So we're looking to build on that. Yeah, we share stadiums, and it's it's, it's kind of awkward. You know that. Uh, we're playing South Terrebonne and South Terrebonne at home. Uh, you know, if, if you really put that together, it's, it's, it's very weird. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, this is, uh, you know, two miles apart from each other. You know, the kids know each other, man. It's going to be a fun, exciting game. Uh, the fans are going to be excited. And, uh, you know, we're just looking to play a good brand of football, man, so we can come out uh be victorious. And, and we're looking forward to being 2 and on the district for sure. One of the challenges that you guys got, and, and I saw this when you played Bourgeois, that – You've got a lot of playmakers, right? And that's a great thing to have. But those playmakers want the football at times, right? And and you want them to want the football. You don't want them to be scared or timid. So how do you juggle that, hey, we've, we have want to get you the ball, but then also that if you're not getting the ball, hey, you still got to go block. You still got to go and you know, be a teammate. How do you handle all those personalities out there? You know, it, it was tough against the ACL game because, we, you know, we, we, we lost the game. So, you know, you got guys who, you know, uh, comes on the sideline, man, just give me the ball, I want the ball, and stuff like that. But when you're winning, you don't really hear that a lot. But yeah. what we did uh, versus Morgan City, you know, we, we talked to the guys. I, you just got to take advantage of your opportunities. You know, you will have opportunities where you will get balls. And the real playmakers, and I, and I called them out, the real playmakers, if they touch the ball three times, one of those plays may be a big play. So I challenged every last one of them, and, and uh, you know, and they answered the bell. Like we had Warrior Williams; he, he touched the ball five total times on offense, and they had three touchdowns. You know, and that's what it's going to take because we got guys all over. We got a great. I feel like we got a great running back, uh, two or three great receivers. You know what I'm saying? That can that can make make plays. But whenever you get your opportunity, you have to take advantage of it. And that's just the game of football. That's the game of life. You know, you just won't get the ball every play. It doesn't work like that. Uh, but good. when you do get it, you just got to take advantage and do do what you can with it. And uh, some games you may get the ball ten times. Some games you may get it once. You know, it's just what you're doing, but you cannot be a selfish football player. You got to go out there and block for one another. And if one of the receivers score, we all score. You know, it don't have Warrior Williams seven and the other team zero. It got Ellen the Patriots seven and the other team zero. So uh, it's, it's a hard task. It is. Uh, but we, we just got to keep harping uh, our kids not to be selfish and and be team players, and again, once once you touch the ball, you got to do what you got to do with. Got some eyes and ears in the community. They tell me that there's a, a little Turner that's starting up his football career who could really go, bro. Tell me about your boy, man. He's doing some good stuff at a young age. Yeah, man. I got. I actually got two of them. Yeah. My youngest just started playing flag football, and he is a sight to see. Um, he uh, <laughs> reversed the field about three or four times, and of course, <laughs> and all I could do is laugh. You know, because he's uh he's full of energy. He wants to be like the big brother, and he and he challenges the big brother. But uh, my oldest one, he's he's uh he's a great kid, man. I'm, I mean, uh, all A's in school, and uh, it's fun to watch him. It's fun to watch him grow. He's just a, a unselfish football player. He, I think he's very very talented, and I think the sky's the limit for him if he if he continues on the path that he's going on, man. And uh, 
I'm blessed with two good ones, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I love my boys. I think about them all the time. I was just in class, and I was telling my students on decision-making, and I told them um, every decision that I make, my, my kids flash across my face because I want to be good role models to them. I don't want, you know, them doing something bad because daddy do it. So I, every decision I make, I, you know, I, I definitely, just, you know, think about them and uh, make my decision according to that. But uh, I'm definitely blessed and uh, love to see them play on Saturdays, man. It, it'd be a long Saturday for me. I got meetings, I got, and uh, my boys got games, and I can't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. But, dude, you just said a minute ago you're blessed with two good ones, and then you explained why you're blessed with two good ones because that thought process you just said of putting them first and thinking about them before every decision, that's why they are what they are, man. So give yourself some credit too, brother. Mom, yeah, man, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I just no, I just want the best for them. You know, I want uh, more for them than what I had, but I, I was blessed with a great father as well. He was there. He still tailgates and, and cooked for the team uh, every now and then, so – um, it's just whatever, you know, my dad gave to me, I want to give to my boys plus more. <laughs> no doubt. Take care, Jesse, man. Good luck on Friday. Thank you, dude. Yep, that is Coach Jesse Turner with DL and their Patriots doing a wonderful job. Um, they got a win on Friday, and now they've got a very interesting matchup with Sal Terrebonne coming up this Friday. I'm very anxious to see how that one plays out. Let's catch a break when we get back. Ooh, let's talk some NFL. We got a lot to talk about with the Saints and college football, but I think we'll stick mostly with the Saints for obvious reasons. <laughs> it's play by play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The French Connection, the all new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. There are over 3,600 RV dealerships in North America, and just over 1% of those earn the prestigious Top 50 Dealer Award. Fence RV is proud to be in that 1%. Being a Top 50 Dealer takes dedication to our customers, offering the best RV brands in the market, great service, and a huge parts selection. Our goal at Fence RV is to enhance customer experiences through our commitment to customer satisfaction. Come on over to Bents RV to experience a top 50 dealer or visit us at BentsRV.com. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. 
When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's Shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's Shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Looking to achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time? The Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Welcome back to Play by Play. We thank Jesse Turner for his time in the last segment of the show. It's actually a good interview with Jesse, man. Jesse's a good dude. He um, does things for the right reasons, and he's been good for that Ellender football program, and we certainly thank him for all the time that he shares with us throughout the course of the season and beyond. The Saints fell yesterday 22-14 to against Carolina. Losing games in the NFL is not that big of a concern, right, because there's a whole lot of parity and everything in between. But this game and this loss was a big cause of concern for me when it comes to the New Orleans Saints. Let's start with some of the less obvious things before we point the finger at Winston and maybe even Dennis Allen. New Orleans' special teams are not good. You missed a field goal, had a field goal get blocked. That's a no-no. Penalties on returns, trying to take the ball out of the end zone, getting stopped before the 25, that's not good. Those are things that the team has to get fixed. It's actually some things that LSU has to get fixed, too. That's probably the one area where they're not showing a whole lot of improvement is in their special teams play. That's one thing I would like to mention. Another thing is that while we continually say each week here, Man, the Saints are playing great defense. And yeah, by and large, they are. There are beginning to be concerns about the Saints' defensive line, at least for me. They're not generating as much pressure on the quarterback anymore. Even last week against Tampa, they weren't really sacking Tom Brady, right? They were stopping the run well, but they weren't sacking Tom Brady. And now for the second time in three weeks, you allow a 100-yard rusher. That used to be, like, remember the Saints had a streak of, like, 20 games or whatever it was in a row where they didn't allow a 100-yard rusher. Now it's two times in three weeks. It's becoming a bit of a concern. The third concern. I don't know about Alvin Kamara anymore. He fumbled, cost you a touchdown. He's not explosive in the passing game. And, again, if you're screaming Winston, 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 we'll get there. 15 carries, 61 yards, two catches, 12 yards. He was targeted seven times. Outside of a 27-yard run, he did nothing. So, you, yeah, let's do that math. Outside of the 27-yard run, he had 14 carries for 
34 yards, that's terrible. Two catches for 12 yards, that's not very Kamara-like. He doesn't seem to have that same explosiveness, that same burst. Is it because of the injury? Ah, he's playing hurt, right? Maybe it's injury-related. Maybe it's just that he's 27, and that's when running backs kind of start to lose a little bit of their explosiveness. I don't know. Now let's get to the elephant in the room, and let's talk about some things here. You can't continue to play Jameis Winston in New Orleans. Jameis Winston, and I said this all throughout last week, I said this all throughout the offseason while everybody was telling me how great the Saints were going to be and how I was being a hater and how they were a sleeper pick to win the NFC and I was always kind of rolling my eyes. Even when Jameis Winston is right, he's wrong. This is a guy that in Tampa had his best season in 2019. His best season. And he threw 30 interceptions in that season. In his best season. This is a guy who's not altogether accurate. 60.1% completions for his career. Ideally, you'd want to be that in the or you'd want that to be in the upper 60s. Josh Allen for Buffalo every week's in the 70s, 75, even higher. 61% in the NFL is not any good. Yards per attempt, 7.5 this season. Yeah, that's okay. But Winston holds on to the ball too long. Gets a, He's got sacked 11 times this season. Turns it over like a bakery. Five interceptions so far in three games. A couple more yesterday. The touchdown that he threw yesterday with that one-handed catch should have been intercepted. I understand the reasons why he himself is playing. Despite the injuries. Because he knows at age 28, and with his back up against the wall, if he ever sits out, he may not ever get back on the field. This is his last chance. This is his last hoorah. I understand that. But the adult in the room, the coaching staff, the front office, the organization needs to tell him, bro, this ain't happening. Because the excuse last year was, oh, well, he doesn't have any weapons. There's no quarterback who would succeed in this offense. That's not a valid excuse anymore in an offense that has Olave, who looks like he could win Rookie of the Year. Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry, who both went down injured yesterday, but who both appear to be okay, according to reports nationally. Kamara, Traquan Smith had a big day. You've got weapons. The issue is you can't move back there in the pocket, so you can't find the weapons. How many times yesterday did Winston drop back the pass throw incomplete or get sacked or throw it away or throw for a short gain where Matt Millen, who's the analyst on Fox, is showing you on the replay, oh, Olave was wide open, he missed him. Oh, Traquan Smith was open, he missed him. Oh, Thomas was open down the seam, he missed him. He's not keeping his eyes up the field. And look, some of that blame is to the offensive line. They're not protecting him well enough. But some of it is also he's just so physically unable to move because of the back injury that he's not able to elude the rush as well. The Saints need to sit this guy out. Not for a week, not for two weeks, for about a month. Let's let this back injury heal. Let's get Andy Dalton in there. That's why you paid him like a premier backup. <clears throat> and let's see how it goes. Because what you're doing right now offensively is not working. Outside of one quarter 
of football against Atlanta. Your offense has been terrible this year. Can't run, can't throw, turning it over like a bakery. You have a good enough defense where you should be 3-0, and but you're playing bad enough offense right now to where, frankly, if not for a little luck in Atlanta, you would be 0-3. It's not sustainable. Not sustainable. Now, let's talk about some coaching coaching issues that I have with New Orleans. Dennis Allen, when he took the job in New Orleans, right away, right away, announced his defensive coordinators. Upon taking the job and you know being named the coach, he said, hey, Ryan Nielsen and Chris Richard are my co-defensive coordinators. I'm going to kind of run the defense. They're going to be the co-DCs. We'll make it work with those guys. Right away, right out of the gate. It took him a while to name his offensive coordinator. In fact, the early reports, and I pulled up some old tweets, the early reports were that he was trying to not hire Pete Carmichael as his offensive coordinator, but wanted him to just stay on staff in a lesser role. He did everything in his power to not hire Pete Carmichael as the offensive coordinator. Got told no reportedly by several other candidates who they were courting for the position. Pete Carmichael has to find some answers here with this Saints offense or be removed from his position. The one season that he was the full-time offensive coordinator without Sean Payton, the offense was the same as it is now. It was a penalty-laden mess. The Saints are committing pre-snap penalties, false starts, illegal shifts, illegal motion, holding. They're looking like an undisciplined unit. All of those things don't help the matter of the quarterback struggling and being heard and ever whatever it may be. Carmichael's got to figure some things out there. And then it leads to the greater conversation, which is that if you're New Orleans, you have Dennis Allen, who came to your program, who was 8-28 and 28 as a head coach before his stop in New Orleans. Now they're 1-2, and two, and they're looking a lot like those old Oakland teams did, committing a lot of penalties, struggling in close games, struggling situationally, having issues on special teams. I'm not here to say after three games that it's time to move on from Allen. That's not at all what I'm saying. But I am saying if some of this stuff doesn't get fixed, it's going to be one and done. Because much like when Coach O went to LSU, right? If that first year in Baton Rouge would have been a, a, a bad one, it would have been one and done there too. He was given the job and said, hey, it can't look anything like Ole Miss. And it didn't. Right away, they were playing good football right out of the chute. The Saints have got to get this right because your organization is at a crossroads right now. You're about to face the meat of your schedule. The next several games, you've got Vikings, that'll be tough. Seattle, it yeah, should be manageable. Cincinnati, Arizona, Las Vegas, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Rams, 49ers, Bucks. You might not be favored to win any of those games. In which case, there might be a fan driving around saying, hey, okay, well, that's cool. We'll get a good draft pick. No, you ain't. The Philadelphia Eagles have your draft pick. You're not getting a good first-round draft pick because you don't own one. So that makes these next couple of weeks huge for the future of this organization. They have got to get this thing turned around, and I'm kind of doubtful that it's going to get turned around given the infrastructure that they have in place. That defense can only hold on for so long. That offense got to start playing better. It's play-by-play. Let's catch a break. When we get back, we'll hand out some W's and L's for the weekend. That was. It was a wonderful weekend that was. We'll talk about it in the next segment of the show here on KLEB. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun. 102.7 FM. 
It's Ram Power Days at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups of their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Whether you need a truck for work or home life, the Ram will do its job. Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. There are over 3,600 RV dealerships in North America, and just over 1% of those earn the prestigious Top 50 Dealer Award. Fence RV is proud to be in that 1%. Being a Top 50 Dealer takes dedication to our customers, offering the best RV brands in the market, great service, and a huge parts selection. Our goal at Fence RV is to enhance customer experiences through our commitment to customer satisfaction. Come on over to Bents RV to experience a top 50 dealer or visit us at BentsRV.com. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. Welcome back to Play by Play. We were chatting and chirping about the Saints in the last segment of the show. Hope you guys enjoyed. Now let's hand out some W's and L's and kind of open up the umbrella. I didn't talk a whole lot about LSU there in that segment. I'll, I'll get to them tomorrow. I mean, what can you say? They, they beat up on New Mexico. They got 600-plus yards. New Mexico got under 100 yards. They dominated from start to finish. We'll, but, you know, hey, that's encouraging to see. We'll talk about them a little bit more tomorrow. Weekend W goes to the Miami Dolphins. Um because A, they beat the Bills, which I didn't think was going to happen. B, they beat the Bills in a game where Tua 
was concussed and came back. They'll say he wasn't concussed. Oh, he had a lower back injury. Yeah, that's why he was dizzily walking off of the field, right? Okay. Um, but they beat the Bills in a game where Tua doesn't play well. Defensively, they bent a lot. They gave up a lot of yards and, and everything of the sort. Allen had 400 yards passing. Uh, they gave up 500 yards total in the game, but they found a way. They held firm. They found a way. They survived the butt pun and all kinds of different things. They found a way. This Miami team has got a really good roster. They're playing hard for their new first-year coach. They're going to be a contender. Let's not forget about them when we're listing our contenders in the AFC race. They beat a really, really good Bills team and took care of business there. They get to 3-0. It's going to be overkill. I'm not going to elaborate much, but you got to give a weekend out to Jameis Winston, man. How do you lose that football game out in Carolina? How do you only score 14 points in that football game? You're tough. We get it. You're trying to play through injuries. We get it. You can't turn over the ball like that. You can't be asleep at the wheel for the first three quarters of offense. You can't be missing open guys. How many times was Kamara open in the flat and you just flat missed him? How many times are you trying aimlessly to just throw a bomb 50 yards down the field and you just flat missed the receiver? And... On top, on top of that, you got the nerve to go on the sidelines and have a little mini tantrum, and it wasn't quite full Brady where you're breaking iPads and stuff. But, dude, accept responsibility, bro. You have thrown a ton of interceptions this season. You have been inaccurate. You have a QBR of 35, which is 26th in the NFL. That's awful. You have more touchdowns than interceptions. I'll rephrase that and say it again just for emphasis. That's not any good. He gets an L because, boy, he's just not playing well right now for that New Orleans team. A weekend W goes to the Tennessee Volunteers. I don't know how for real Tennessee is. I would like to see a little bit more from their defense. Look, they beat Florida on Saturday. I don't think Florida's any good at all. But a win's a win. Tennessee's 4-0. Coach Heupel has them playing some good ball right now. Offensively, they're as good as anybody. Uh, Hooker back there is running and throwing and is making some plays, making some things happen. I would have liked to see them separate a little more from a Florida team that I think is offensively challenged. But when you're a Tennessee team that's come such a long way, you take all these SEC wins that you could get and you smile about them all, they get a big win over a rival Gators. Weekend L goes to the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are winless. The Raiders are the only winless team in the NFL. That's, if you would have gave me 20 guesses on who I would have thought the last team to get a win in the NFL would be, I wouldn't have said Vegas because a lot of people were saying Vegas was a sleeper pick to make it to the Super Bowl, even not if not beyond. And look, they're not even playing that poorly, right? Like, they're in these games. They gagged away a game against the Cardinals in Week 2. They were right up against it against the Chargers in Week 1. They lost close to the Titans yesterday. They're 0-3. They're not playing terrible. But at the end of the day, it's a results-based business. Now you got to go and face Denver. You got to go face Kansas City. You might be 0-5. 0-5. That's tough. That's tough with the roster that they have. Now, they also are capable of winning the next two and being 2-3, two and three too, and then it's a whole different narrative. But they better start winning games, and they better start winning games right now because they're giving away a lot of close ones right now, and um, that ain't any good for anybody. Weekend W goes to Albert Pujols. We were actually doing After the Lights, which is presented by Grandal Shipyard, after tarpon football games every Friday when Albert hit the 700th home run. When this first became a topic of conversation, like when he got to like 692 or when he first started getting hot, people were asking me, hey, do you think he's going to really get there? <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. I was like, nah, man, no. 
Like, but he was hot, and he had a little stretch of two, three weeks where he was really hitting and slugging and playing really well. But by and large, before that, he was awful. And I even remember having conversations with some of my Cardinal friend buddies like, dude, this like he might not make it this season because at the beginning of the year, he was a wreck. But he's just kept hitting and kept hitting and kept hitting some more. He's had his best season this season in a long time. He's got 21 home runs, 58 RBI. His OPS is 860. That's really, really good. Let me tell you his splits against left-handed pitching. I know I've given you this number before, but it's gotten even better. Against left-handed pitching, he's batting 354 with an OPS of 1.15. That's historically good against lefties. So kudos to Pujols for making it happen, but then also now you got to wonder, like, yeah, I know he's on this retirement tour. He says he's not playing anymore. He's still got some left. Like, if we get to next March or next April and he gets that itch again, they're going to be teams lined up to sign him, especially now with the universal DH. You're facing a lefty starter. You pop him in there. You get an elite, an elite bat. So kudos to Pujols getting the W big time, big time. Weekend L goes to Miami. The U. How many times do we hear? The U is back. We're in the top 25. The U is back. We're back and we're better than ever. And we're ready to roll. The only thing the U is back to is being five and seven. That you got beat up on by Middle Tennessee on Saturday. That's right. Not Tennessee. Middle Tennessee beat up on the U Saturday, 45-31 to 31 in Miami. Look, in a game that wasn't a fluke. Sometimes these upsets are a little bit flukish, right? Appalachian State beating Texas A&M, that was a little bit flukish, right? There were some balls that didn't bounce the right way, whatever. Middle Tennessee outgained Miami 507-367. to They dominated the game. Then just beat them. They beat their butts. They dominated them. Their quarterback had 408 yards passing. Okay, so then you say, hey, well, was Middle Tennessee just like a mid-major team that maybe is going to go undefeated and have a chance to make the playoff? They lost to James Madison 44-7 to start the year. 44-7. A team that lost to James Madison by 37 points to open up the year beat Miami in their home field by 14. Miami's got ions to go. Oh, bro, we back. No, you ain't back. Not even close to being back. Whew, tough weekend for those guys. Weekend W goes to Texas Tech. And I could just as easily give an elder to the University of Texas because, man, that's a tough loss. Texas Tech is now 3-1. and one. I give them the W because at the end of regulation, they had the game won. They played some stupid prevent defense and then allowed Texas to go down the field and kick a field goal force overtime. Nine times out of ten in that situation, the team that gives up the points right before overtime is demoralized and they never recover. But all they did in overtime was keep, keep working, keep outplaying them. They thought they were the better team. They were right. They get a 37-34 to 34 victory over Texas, keep the train rolling, and they get a weekend W. Weekend L goes to my guys over at Tulane. Tulane football had me all excited because I, I, I root for the Louisiana teams by and large. They had me all excited. Oh, we're going to be undefeated. We're going to beat Kansas State on the road. It's a great signature win. Every single time in the Willie Fritz era, every time I have gotten excited about Tulane football in the Willie Fritz era, this has happened. They lose 27-24 against Southern Miss in a game that they were favored to win by two touchdowns. Every time. 
Remember last year, they open up the season at Oklahoma, lose by five, maybe even could have won. Then they follow that up, winning 69-20 to against Morgan State. Everybody's excited. It's going to be a great year for Tulane. They go 2-10. and 10. They go 2-10. and 10. Remember the COVID year? You'd open up the season against South Alabama on the road. You get a big win, and you beat Navy. That's a, or excuse me, you fall close to Navy, but then you beat up on Southern Miss, and you're coming back, you're facing Houston. Hey, it's the time to get some momentum. Nope, never happened. This team, just for whatever reason, can't break through. 2019, you're 5-1, 2-0 in conference. Everything's going great. You end the year going 1-5. and You finish 6-6. Six and six. They just can't break through, and I don't necessarily understand why. So instead of being 4-0 and really having some momentum and getting some first-place votes in the AP poll and maybe even getting you know a top 25 ranking at some point, instead of being 4-0 and having all that, you're now 3-1, you're going to play Houston on Friday on the road. You're probably going to get beat there, and you're going to be sitting at 0-1 in conference with no momentum left. Whew. Just don't understand it. That was a very disappointing result. I was hopeful that the, waves, that the wave would get a win and keep that momentum. It just didn't happen. Weekend W goes to the LSU defense. The Tigers absolutely dominated New Mexico, and I hear you guys laughing and chuckling. So it was New Mexico. Anytime you hold an opponent to two first downs in a game, Anytime you hold an opponent to under 100 yards in a game, you're playing good defense. This is an LSU defense that is starting to attack the opposing offense. Early in the season, they were not attacking anything. Now they're starting to look to push back. How often against Mississippi State, fourth down plays, third and short plays, they're pushing back. How often against New Mexico on Saturday, was it third and two, third and three, they're throwing you back for a loss. They're playing an attacking style of defense that is really fun to watch. They've got a big test coming Saturday against Auburn. I think that they'll play well there. I think they're going to do what they have to do the rest of the way. I think it's a good defense. Weekend L goes to Andy Reid. The Chiefs should have won yesterday, and Andy Reid just decided, nope, we ain't making that happen today, bro. Facing the Colts, uh, the Chiefs were up 17-13. to Driving deep in Indianapolis territory, they played like a fourth and two or fourth and three. Instead of going for the field goal that would have put them up 20 to 13, Reed says, ah, let's go for it. Let's go for the gusto. They don't convert. The Colts go all the way down the field, score the game-winning touchdown. Instead of being 3-0, and you outsmarted yourself. You're now 2-1. and The Chiefs do a lot of this knucklehead stuff from time to time where they out try to outsmart the room, and instead they outsmart themselves. That's exactly what they did yesterday. They outsmarted themselves, cost themselves a win in a game that they, uh, frankly, outplayed their opponent for most of the game, but the Colts found a way to make it happen. Weekend W goes to Bo Nix, man. Bo Nix is not a dude that we give a lot of acclaim to here in Louisiana. But his boy in Auburn, he was a thorn in LSU's side, but he's also had some really bad games and some really notable bad throws. They were up against it bad against Washington State on Saturday. They were down. You lose that game, your season's over. They scored 29 points in the fourth quarter. Bo Nix has 30 yards rushing, but she broke a couple of first down runs. But he had 428 yards passing with three touchdowns. Maybe the best game of his career. And he leads the Oregon Dugs back from behind. They steal a road win against Washington State in a great football game. Game that came down to the wire. Oregon needed it. You can't get your second loss right now. You can't get your second loss at all. 
on the road, that's why you go and make the decision to transfer, seek out greener pastures for moments like that. Weekend L goes to Tom Brady. I don't know how good Tom Brady is anymore, y'all. They lose to Green Bay. He's had a rough start to the year. He's 45. We know all that. I don't know how focused he is. We know the family issues and everything. Um, he can't he can't move at all. And if there's any rush anywhere near him, like he really can't get away. They were playing without a bunch of receivers, and I hear all that, and they're limited in their weaponry, and he still had 271 yards passing and a touchdown. A lot of that was in garbage time. I don't like 6.5 yards per attempt. That's not very good. Their leading receiver had 12 catches, 87 yards, only 7.3 average. That's not very good. I just think that he's becoming late career Drew Brees where he's just checking down everything. He knows that if he holds onto the ball long, he's going to get hit, and he doesn't want to get hit. Makes the mistake, gets the delay game penalty on the two-point conversion try. That's an uncharacteristic mistake. And I don't know. Look, he's still solid. I would take him over Dak Prescott any day of the week. But I just think we're starting to see a little bit of unraveling where he's not that number one dude in the NFL anymore. There's starting to be some cracks in that concrete a little bit. Weekend W goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Boy, are they good. And I don't know how for real it is, but right now they're playing great. They blasted the Chargers yesterday, 38-10. to 10. I was the biggest critic of Trevor Lawrence that there is. I thought that he was going to be a little bit of a flop. Because at Clemson, at times, when the competition stepped up, he didn't step up with it. I think I may have been wrong there. Trevor Lawrence, through three games, has been pretty solid. The Jaguars, through three games, have been pretty solid. Their team we're forgetting about in the AFC. They've got a young quarterback, good, solid core. Um, all that team needed, frankly, was to not have Urban Meyer coaching them and bogging them down. The Jaguars destroy the Chargers yesterday and get a big win. One last weekend L goes to Jimmy Garoppolo. Goodness gracious, Jimmy G. Um, facing Denver yesterday, it's, a, I believe, a second down play from the goal line. He did the Orlovsky. He did the Orlovsky. He stepped back and just ran straight out the back of the end zone. Wasn't an intentional safety. Sometimes teams, like late in games or whatever, they'll do it on purpose. They'll take an intentional safety. This was not that. Jimmy G rolled out to his right, flushed out, forgot where he was on the field, and just stepped out the back of the end zone. And oh yeah, if not for stepping out of the back of the end zone, you know what would have happened? He would have thrown a pick six because he did let go of the ball after stepping out of the back of the end zone, and it was intercepted and returned for a touchdown. And oh yeah, he had chances to make amends. It was 11-10 to 10 late. He threw an interception again. Look, I think we're all of the agreement that the 49ers are playing the right guy out there because Trey Lance was woeful. But we're seeing why they wanted to move on from Garoppolo a little bit because though he is a game manager, though you can win some games there, though sometimes he doesn't screw it up too bad, He's also not going out of his way to win any games for you all. And speaking of winning games for a team, Denver won last night, but that team's a mess. That team's a mess. And that's the one piece of good news from a Saints fan's perspective is that in the search for trying to find a quarterback, that team had a couple of options, right? It was either re-uphill in Winston and run it back, or seek out trades for other guys and try to you know pay them big and give up a bunch of draft picks and everything. Russell Wilson was one of those guys that the Saints kind of kicked the tires on in addition to Watson and others. 
The Broncos owe Russell Wilson $250 million and gave up four first-round picks. For a quarterback that is in his mid-30s, is small, and looks like he may be done. Looks like he may be done. That Denver offense looks terrible. Russell Wilson is a smaller guy who made his career running the football heavily in addition to throwing down the field. He's not running as much anymore. He's not throwing down the field at all. Everything's checked down to the back, short pass here, short pass there. The Broncos' offense looks a mess. And I think the biggest blessing in disguise of the offseason Sorry, keep turning off the mic to sneeze. The biggest blessing of the offseason is that New Orleans didn't invest those draft picks nor that money into a broken piece that still wouldn't have fixed the offense. Let's catch a break. When we get back, I'll give you some betting picks, then we'll get out, get out of here. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. The music on the bayou, the all-new Raging Cajun 102.7 FM. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too, through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation. Is knee pain keeping you from living your best life? Get back into the swing of things with a robotic-assisted knee replacement from Thibodeau Regional Health System. Robotic-assisted knee replacement means greater precision and a joint replacement that's customized to your anatomy. And this could mean less pain and a quicker recovery. Most importantly, it can mean improving your quality of life. Learn more at Thibodeau.com. I 
the SEC never ceases to amaze me with their stupidity. Um, it was just announced that LSU is going to be facing Tennessee, which what could be a, a huge game, especially if LSU beats Auburn Saturday at 11 o'clock on ESPN and Tiger Stadium. There were opportunities to have the game at 2.30 or 7. The TV network said, nope, we're good, 11 o'clock. That's so dumb. I, I, I hate the way, and I'm so happy that the SEC is leaving CBS because I hate the way the selection process for that all goes where they get the first pick and then the cookies just kind of crumble from there. Oh, that's annoying. That could have been a really great environment that now is going to still be all right, but it's not going to be what it could have been because of that poor decision made by the conference water carriers. Um, Betting picks for today on play-by-play. I like this one for the Cowboys and Giants. Over 14 carries for Ezekiel Elliott today. On the road, you're going to be dealing with crowd noise, silent count. You're going to be looking to establish your run. You still don't have Dak Prescott. Uh, Rush is out there at quarterback. I like Ezekiel Elliott. Over 14 carries. I think he's going to get a heavy dose. They put Jason Peters on the offensive line. Dallas did. He's a big boy. Um, Long-time legendary NFL offensive lineman. Now with the Cowboys, they moved him to guard. Um, he ain't at guard to pass block. <laughs> He's at guard to run block, drive forward. I think that the Cowboys are going to run heavy, be a big part of their plan today. I'm looking for Elliott to get a big, big piece of the workload today out for the Cowboys and the Giants. <laughs> MLB-wise, um, let's see. I like the... Hmm, I'm always, always torn, man. I'm always torn. I'm going to go the Braves today. Minus a run and a half against the Nationals. Elder is throwing for Atlanta. That makes me a little bit nervous. But Abbott is throwing for the Nationals, and he's bad. I think Atlanta, and look, our, our, our old theory is always this. Go with the team in September in baseball that needs to win. Atlanta needs to win. They're a game back in the NL East. They still got something to play for. The Nationals, excuse me, are a complete train wreck. They have nothing to play for. Atlanta is going to run past Washington and get the win today, and I think it'll be a high-scoring affair. Back to Monday Night Football for one more prop. I'm going to go with, yes, Michael Parsons will record a sack. You don't get a whole lot of good odds there. It's just minus 200. So in addition to that, I'll parlay it with under 39.5 points with Micah Parsons getting a sack. I don't think either of these offenses is going to go anywhere fast. For comparison's sake, the Cowboys played the Bengals, which is actually an explosive offense last week, and it was 20-17, to 17, which is 37, which would be under. Now facing Daniel Jones and Barkley and the Giants, I'm expecting another drag them out, knock them down, 17-13 type of game. So I'm going to parlay Parsons getting a sack and the under 39.5 between the Cowboys and the Giants. One thing I'm going to say here, and we are up against the end of the show, I'm going to thank our sponsors one more time, then we'll get out of here. I think it's good that defense has come back in the NFL. Um, We were headed down a dark road in the NFL, I think, five, six, seven years ago, where they were changing all the rules and the offenses had all the advantages and a lot of games are 40 to 30 and they were, you know, I like a good 17-13 defensive struggle. What I've noticed through three weeks of the NFL season is that they're calling fewer Defensive holdings, fewer illegal contacts, fewer defensive penalties, and I think it's letting the defense catch up a little bit. We saw hell. We saw a drag them out, physical defensive struggle last night. Sunday night football, eleven to ten. The Panthers and the Saints were the same way. The Packers and the Bucks were the same way. 
I like a good 20 to 17 game, a good 21 to 10 game. I'll rather a game like that any day over a game that's 57 to 50 where neither team's getting a stop. That's arena football. I don't want to watch that. That's garbage. So I like the fact that defense is actually back in the NFL. Um, wish college football would do some stuff to maybe make those same adjustments because, boy, we get a lot of shootouts in that sport. But I think that has a lot to do with the clock stopping after first downs and different things like that. The Blue Boot Foundation, we owe you some thanks. We also owe thanks to Bent's RV, located on Highway 90 in Booty, Southland Dodge and Homa, Industrial Power Systems for all your engine and generator needs because power is our middle name. How about Dufresne Building Materials? Got you covered for all your roofing needs. In addition to Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. <clears throat> and last but not least, Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and community youth sports organizations. That's all for me. Tomorrow, we've got our Terrebonne General Tuesday with Stan Gravois. I know Stan's going to be eager to talk about the Saints and LSU and everything in between. I'm going to give you some LSU talk tomorrow. I was kind of light today. There were a lot of things that I liked about their victory, and I think Saturday's a big game. You're going on the road against Auburn. Anytime you go on the road in SEC play, it's a challenge, but you're going on the road against an Auburn team that, let's be honest, isn't very good. This is a game that I think you you should win. You should win. They're not as good of an opponent as Mississippi State, and I get that game was in Tiger Stadium, but Auburn's bad. Auburn's bad. They're in turmoil. They're struggling. They should have lost at home to Missouri. LSU's better than Missouri. You should be a touchdown or two better than Auburn. If you play well, you should take care of business there. And I'm looking for the Tigers to do that on Saturday. That's all for today. Uh, we're praying for the folks in Florida, bro. Uh, Ian is is coming. Uh, thankfully, it'll stay away from here, but it is going there. If you got any relatives in Tampa or Orlando or the Panhandle or anywhere in the peninsula, we're, play, we're praying for them all. Stay dry. Stay safe. Cold front coming tomorrow. Beautiful days are ahead. Keep it on KLEB. We'll be back tomorrow with more play-by-play at the same time. God bless everybody. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.